Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and our chatters today, we've got Steve, we've got Sharpie, and we have Lauren. Welcome. Hey. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Hey, yeah. Hi, yeah. Um, I used to open up the shows that way and say our chatters today, our mouse chatters today are. Hmm. And I forgot about that. I'm you know, going back to that. I pe- like people who listened to last week's show, they're in suspense to know oh gosh. during one of our news stories what the what the wait time is over at the Millennium Falcon. Are you gonna go ahead and jump in on that? No, well I'll wait till that comes up, but yes. <laughs> we have that scheduled. <laughs> yeah, well uh Lauren's talking is Lauren talking? Yeah, Lauren's talking about the uh, yeah, the reservation yeah. system over Yeah, there. so we'll tie that in, we'll segue into that. <clears throat> okay. Steve is preparing for his segue basically. Yeah, I'm excited. Wow. You don't just put your segue out there and say, I'm going to segue into this. You have to segue naturally. Otherwise, it's not a natural Mm -hmm. segue, Steve. I don't know if it's a segue at all. Yes. Mm. (laughs) All right. So on tonight's show. There was no puns from Sharpie during that whole awkward (laughs) thing going on there. I know. He must be muted. (laughs) He must be. He must be talking and we can't hear him. (laughs) I was waiting. Yes. Okay. Waiting. I have always I have always waiting, always watching. <laughs> I'm watching, always watching. Okay, guys. So we're going to start tonight's show with just a couple of uh, news stories, two to be exact. Well, two and a half because we have an update, a special news flash update from Steve. Oh, you want to know? Right no, now? No, oh, no. Okay. That, that, that's, that's my attempt oh, yeah. at the okay. news taker. That was the t- I got oh, it. I liked it. Good job, Sharpie. Mm. She's, cr- she's trying to give you a natural segue. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so we're going to have a couple of news stories. And then we're going to do another top five list. Woohoo! Love the top five lists. We figure we need to squeeze these in while we can because there's going to probably be an abundance of news again in a week. Yeah. So we won't be able to do one. Yeah. And we get to get back to the fun. And the fun stuff, I mean, it's all fun, but... Um, Can we just call these our favorites lists? Because we never list. Well, I take that back. I Laura and I rarely list. <laughs> so here's here's the thing, Sharpie. If you don't give me a number, I'm this show is going to be 14 hours long. You and I are never going to. We need a cap. Yeah. You know what? You're going to mention something, then I'm going to mention something. And then right. Yeah. I have to keep yeah, you guys like under control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that one. No, too. stop. Yeah, you're doing it now. Uh, you're doing it now. Okay. So what's the topic? Oh, wait, we're doing news. No, no, Do no, the no. news. Oh, Steve? Mm-hmm. Bill? Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, Lauren, why don't you go ahead with your news story, please? Okay. So, effective on June 24th, Star Wars um, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland, California, is going to start utilizing a virtual queuing system. So, basically, you're going to use your Disneyland app. And when you sign in that day and you can't do it till you get there, um, you're going to be able to be a part of a boarding group to visit Galaxy's Edge that day. So your boarding group is going to actually give you a saved virtual spot in line. And you'll be notified um, on your phone with an alert that will tell you it's time to go into Galaxy's Edge. Now, this doesn't mean that you have a virtual spot for the line. This just is your entry into that section of the park, from what I understand. So you have to link your tickets to your app. And then once you get into the park, you're going to be able to see your boarding groups. And you'll be able to to grab one, which means you're going to have to get to the park super early to even be able to get a boarding time to get into that section of the park. 
Um, and you have to enable push notifications on your phone to allow that to work. So just a heads up, otherwise you won't get the alert. So you'll have up to two hours to enter the land after your boarding time is called for admission. The hard part to me is with the virtual key, it says Galaxy's Edge is subject to capacity and joining a boarding group does not guarantee entry. So if they're at capacity, you could wait in line still just to get into that section of the park. So I guess they're going to try this and see how it works at this point. Hmm. I think this is going to be a constant process of tinkering. Right. Until yeah. it gets they're, they're going to be changing the rules. I agree. Very frequently in order to make this work, which I, I don't I don't necessarily see a, a major problem with that. But it's one of those things where you're going to have to know the rules if you're planning to visit. And I would highly suggest researching them the week of your visit because they're going to be changing frequently. I agree. Well, and here's the other thing. We all know that they're kind of using what they're learning from this smaller area, the smaller park, Disneyland, so that they can kind of figure out how to play with it for Disney World two months later. So I think I think it's kind of good that they're doing this with the smaller park. I guess they'll see. I don't think this is, this might be the only way they can work world. I don't know. I, I'm very curious to see how that's all going to work. So then the second part to what they're doing, also beginning June 24th, they started this. Um, you can now book day of Savi's workshop, which is, I believe, the lightsaber and Ogus Cantina. Um, so you can go on and when you get there, it's not part of the app, I don't think, but there's a place you can go to to make a reservation that will get you into those two spots. Oh, nope. You can actually do it online, I think. Um, so you can book a time. It's a credit card guarantee. So if you don't show, they're going to charge your credit card. And you can do that starting 7 a.m. the day of uh, when you get there. So. Wow. So it cannot be pre-booked. It has to be that day. So what I do like, because I was I was impressed that uh, Hagrid's Mystical Creature Motorbike Adventure, I think I got it all right, was doing 10 to 14 hour wait times. But Disney has, has stepped that up by, instead of those people waiting in line, they're eating, drinking, riding, shopping, buying. Spending money. Yeah. Yep. And they're in the virtual queue. So they're not having to worry about, I got to sit here all day right. in my spot, hold my spot um, so I can ride this. So that sounds like it's a win-win. You know what the Millennium Falcon wait time for Smuggler's Run is right now? Oh, I can't wait. We're waiting. So it's, uh, what is it? It's 5.45 p.m. on a Tuesday at Disneyland. People are off work, heading over. It's this is amazing to me. Come on, you're killing me. So, about ten minutes ago, it was thirty-five minutes. Wow! It's up to sixty minutes. And that's probably because they're limiting the number of people in that area. It's amazing how low that is to me. I have never seen it since I've been looking at this app occasionally because this is what I do. <laughs> it has never gone over 60 minutes ever that I've ever looked We've at We've got app. laundry to do, by the way. Oh, no, 60 minutes. So, yeah, it's only 60 minutes. That's amazing. 
maybe that's, that's a purposeful. little bit more than what we list. We uh, wrote it for. Yeah, we we looked at right around an hour. And every time I do this, I look at like usually at Space Mountain, and Space Mountain is usually more than Smuggler's Run. But anyway, so that's amazing how low that wait time is. Anyways, so seems like they're doing a good job of crowd control. So it's not like you get in the land and then got to wait 10 hours to ride the ride. So mm, that was a reference if I ever heard one. All right. So we're going to get on to the next one, which is Sharpie. So if you follow Disney news, you'll know that they recently announced changes to the tier system that is coming. Uh, well, the tier system is already here been in place for a long time but they're changing the tier system uh and it's a little crazy because keep in mind that galaxy's edge will not have fast passes on either attraction it sounds like you're going to need a fast pass kind of in a way just to get into the land um but tier one at Hollywood Studios, so so you can choose one of these attractions per day. One attraction from tier one. Slinky Dog Dash, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania, Alien Swirling Saucers. You may choose one of those. Only one. Mm, that's tough. Per day. Oof. Tier two. Star Tours, remember, Tier 2, you can choose two. Star Tours, Disney Junior Dance Party, which is a show. Frozen Sing Along, which is a show. Indiana Jones Stunt Show, which is a show. Fantasmic, the nighttime show. Muppets 3D, 3D show. Beauty and the Beast, show. Voyage of the Little Mermaid show. There is one ride, one ride in tier two. I feel so bad Star for that Tours. sad little ride. Star Tours. One I feel ride bad for in tier it. two. It's I be feeling sad. Like, it think has about to it. be. It's like, gotta be feeling sad. how I'm do I get lumped in? <laughs> All well, this exciting news about Star Wars. I thought I was going to be the belle of the ball. No. 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 But Alien Swirling Saucers made tier one. That's ridiculous. How? It's terrible. Why? It's not Come terrible, on. Really? But it's, not, it's a it's, fun little ride. It's yeah. cute. It's great if you have young kids. But it's but like, frankly, if you have older kids, it's, it's, and I, it's I'm going to use like the B word. It's for it. Boring. It's fun. I like the ride, but um, you know, it's, it's like three minutes long. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste a fast pass on it, especially with those other choices. Those other choices are all like, awesome. Yeah, all of the rides in the park, with the exception of Star Tours. Yeah, and Star Tours is a definite tier pick. You have to take it for tier two. That's, yeah, because that's, that's the best tier two pick. Yeah. <laughs> and then the shows are never. I've never had a really good luck on. Picking a show because you just kind of walk in with everybody else, anyways. I mean, the thing with the fast pass for shows is it does reduce your wait time, especially if you're going in the summer. You can reduce your time spent out in the heat. I mean, that's that's the benefit. Yeah. Of, of a fast pass for a show. I guess but I do I mean, Frozen. 
I, in my opinion, th- this makes the whole fast pass system at Hollywood Studios just it's pointless. It's a joke. Yeah, Remove you get one, all of one the fast ride. pass lines and let everyone wait in line. You're going to distribute your your wait times across all of your attractions, and you're no longer going to have 90 minute waits for alien swirling saucers. Yeah. So I don't understand how what the point of the fast pass system is in that park if you can literally only get one real fast pass. Because Star Tours never has longer than a 30 minute wait. Yeah. Well, yeah, occasionally but but not not frequently. But people that aren't regular Disney fans that they don't know. They get three fast passes. They pick one from tier one, two, two from tier two, and they have no idea. So they feel like they feel like they're getting value. Um, and then in six months, once maybe or whatever, they'll add in the two uh, Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run into the fast pass system. They're and, not. Well, they, they said they're. They said they're. They from what I understand, and but I, they eventually I thought will. that was Disneyland only. Oh, that they're not going to ever have it. I so, think that's Disneyland only. I don't I don't know that they've announced that for World. Because if you have to get a if you have to do a fast pass to get into the land. Yeah, but I mean in six months or a year they'll have fast passes. Because they have I, the they have the fast pass know. signs. Didn't you guys see the fast pass signs in Disneyland? No. Did you see them, Lisa? Are you paying attention? I have not seen them. But they weren't lit up? No. There was no fast pass like where the little you didn't see like the little things where you would scan your magic band, like if if they, here wait you know, let me look the, at the picture the receiver like the little heads like yeah the, t- the touch points to get into the rides like you're like oh that's gonna be the fast pass queue maybe later no really I thought they had them because the, I I I believe that they're that they're limiting access to the land as their control mechanism for those two those two attractions. Hmm. Okay, so let me follow up. There were no touch points, and there was no like. Hold on. Red hold LED thing above your head when you walked into anything. Hold on, sir. Yes. Okay, so there appeared to be well, there were three wait time displays. One, the far left, was labeled single riders. Uh-huh. The far right was standby, and that's where everyone went in. And uh-huh. then there was a middle Which board uh-huh. that was simply marked as now recruiting space travelers or whatever. Um, that's the one that I highly suspect is going to be the fast pass lane. Um, there were queue lines. I hate saying that because it's redundant. Um, there were queues that were not being used by the main standby line. So yes, I believe it is coming. It is set up for fast passes. Is it in place? No. They yeah. just changed the digital board to say now recruiting All right. flight crew. So I assume and, that and there, in there six a months, line. a There's year, a yeah, in six months or a year or whatever, when when they don't have to restrict people to get into the land like Pandora or whatever, they will they will turn on Fast Pass and then the whole Fast Pass system at Disney World, they will move alien swirling saucers to tier two to make 
So you can grab that with your Star Tours and one other Fast Pass. Maybe they'll bump something else down. It would be nice if they bumped down like Tower of Terror or something to Tier 2. Because you'll be putting two more rides into the system. That's my guess. Well, and plus right now half of um, uh, Tower of Terror is is down for refurbishment. Ugh, of course. So. Uh, bring back the great movie ride. Yeah. Well, remember, we're the going tour. to be getting Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. Which I'm actually excited yeah. about. What, are they going to put that in Tier 1, too? That's true. Probably. So that's coming. Well, so they, yeah, they'll definitely be adding. So, yeah, within six months to a year, all that stuff, the whole thing will be changed again. But right now, it's like this rehabbed version of a fast pass system. It's annoying. Yeah, I agree. They're going to make us hate this so that we're happy when they make us pay for them. Oh, oh boy. That's what they're going to do. Well, and let's face it, that's coming. Oh, 100%. But we said that was coming when they first announced it. We called it. Yeah. It just took longer than we thought. We call a lot of stuff. It's very interesting how you can take... We're wrong on a lot of stuff, too, so there's that. (laughs) And we we sort of talked about that. You can take a system that works properly and then make it not work ideally, and then you can make people pay for it to make it half of... Better. To make it nowhere near as good as it originally was before you had to pay for it, before they screwed it up. (laughs) Yep. But it's all about pre-booking your fast passes. Anyway, it's not it's not made for the local or groups that are going. All right, are we going? So are we ready for our topic, Lisa? Yeah. Oh, we have a topic. We do. We're going to do a topic tonight. Well, that's news. Mm-hmm. It, it okay. was holding that one, too. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm not, they're not even registering. <laughs> not a lot of these. Not registering anymore. Oh, geez. All right. So uh, tonight we're going to be doing another top five list. And yep. I use that term gen- very loosely yep. with little bunny air quotes. Mm. Uh, top five. And tonight we're going to be talking about the best and most reusable, um, most practical souvenirs from a Disney trip. Yeah. So the top five souvenirs that you could buy and reuse, get get a long, long shelf life out of. But yeah, a good investment. Yeah. Although my top five has nothing to do with any of that. You have cotton candy in there. I don't. Because that's not really. That would fit with my list perfectly. That's not reusable. So I changed, yeah. I changed mine. If you do, Come that's on. gross. Yeah. Mine is, <laughs> I changed mine to the top four um, souvenirs I wish that Disney World would bring back. That's okay. Sharpie or I will give you one. So yeah. my top. No, he's changing the rules yeah, already, yeah, and, and unfortunately, he goes first yeah, because so, we're reverse. So ordering. this way, we won't even we won't even overlap. So mine are the top four things that I wish Disney souvenirs would come back. Oh, come back! Yeah. So my first oh, one not is, even new suggestions. Mine is my first one is the invisible dog. Yeah. Oh, the invisible no. dog. You hit below the belt on that, one. dude. The invisible dog has to would is the best souvenir that I wish they would bring back. That was I've, the best souvenir. I think we have two. wrenching invisible dog story. Oh, my God. You have an invisible dog story? We all have an invisible dog story, Sharpie. That's why when they need I to bring to it back. I went to Disney as a kid. Yes. It was the summer between <laughs> kindergarten and first grade. Uh-huh. All I wanted was an invisible dog. 
That's all any of us I want, wanted, Sharpie. All I wanted was an invisible dog. I remember <laughs> the, the the cast member selling them by the haunted mansion. Uh huh. Yep. yep. There you go. Perfect place to get an invisible dog. Exactly. And all I I wanted an invisible dog. I thought it was the coolest thing I had ever seen. It is. I did, I, and I. I I didn't get one. Oh, see, and now they're gone. Now they're gone. I don't even know why. You don't have to feed them. You don't have to take care of them. So anyways, yeah, so that's my first. Well, I want to tell you my. Oh, you have an invisible dog story, too. I do. Oh, my, see, this is a good souvenir. They should bring it back. Okay, so um, I have two invisible dog stories. Mm -hmm. So I also wanted an invisible dog when I went on my first trip to Disney World and I, they were the best things ever and I did get one. Yep. I was fortunate enough, but I was dismayed because me being young, I was 5 at the time. So I'm short. Mm -hmm. The way they make the leash, you it only could be a short dog for me. And I was upset because I wanted a big dog. Uh -huh. My family likes big dogs. And if you held the rope higher, the leash higher, it didn't look right. Mm -hmm. And so I was very upset that my invisible dog leash did not work on my invisible large dog. So. Oh, and you, do you want the other story? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you guys might even know this one. Uh-oh. Because this was maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, one year for Christmas, Steve asked for an invisible dog leash, but not just any invisible dog leash. Oh, this is the best. So he wanted an invisible, this is hard to say over and over. He wanted an invisible dog leash that at the pump of a bulb um, in the handle would pee. It was the best Sharpie. Now, really? They've taken it to the next level. So this is why they should bring it back. So you can walk your invisible dog, and then at, and then when it needs to relieve itself, it actually can. And the pee well. is not invisible. <laughs> yeah, this is true. It is not. That's the best thing. So if, if you don't know what the invisible dog is, I guess we should tell you. It's just a, le it's a leash. Here it is. Yeah. Ordered December 2nd, 2015. There you go. Yeah, it was awesome. So it's just a leash and then it's got like a muzzle on the end and it's got a, and it's stiff. So when you hold it, it looks like you're walking a dog and there's no dog there. That's the ingenious invisible dog. So, wow, that was just one of the four. Good thing I only have four. But my other ones aren't going to bring it back these, these heart, these uh, pulling your heartstrings here. My second one is over at Fort Wilderness. There were so many cool things that you cannot get. And I love those cap guns, but I know they're not, oh, po they're yeah. not politically correct anymore, but you used to be able to buy like a cap gun and you could buy these little like bangy things, like little caps that you would put in them. And then that you would pull back the thing and then you'd pull the trigger and they would make the, the noise. Pop. Yeah. Pop yeah. And they caps. would pop. They were awesome. When you were a little boy, you were like, this is hey, the coolest hey. thing ever. Or a little girl. Thank you. You want to shoot your I had em. brother something or your. I love the smell. Oh, and they, yeah, they did smell so good. It's ridiculous. Is that I wrong? I know. Just talking about it brings back the memory of I those, smell it. those caps. And then if you were like a pyro like me, you would take a hammer to the whole box of those of those caps and um, you wouldn't be able to hear for a good 30 minutes. 
Um, but yeah, Lisa's looking these all up as we're, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm awful. We might need to go to a cracker barrel after this show and, uh, and find some of this stuff. So yeah, the, the caps and I, and they used to have the little Davy cry. Well, I guess they still have the raccoon hats. Uh, so anyway, um, and then the He's list taking the show in a completely different direction than the as list. It was intended. It's not as good as the kind of, it kind of goes down. The other souvenir I wish, well, I love the, they used to have these giant pencils with like the characters' heads on the end. And I got one because I was in the magic show and I got one for being a participant in the, I think it was the Diamond Horseshoe or whatever it was at that time at Disney World. And I have it somewhere, or at least I used to, but it had like a goofy or Pluto head on the end of the giant pencil. No more because they're probably too inexpensive. We're going to change the direction of the show, no, and I'm going to no, get no. all nostalgic no, on you, too. No, 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 So, and then the last one. Oh, do you remember the cap bombs? Oh, those were cool, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. You'd put the little. They were like little lead or they were, metal. Yeah, they were more effort. Than metal bombs, and you would put the cap in it, and then you would throw it up in the air, and it would come down, yeah. and then it would with smash the, it. With the rolls, you just lay them out, and you take a rock, and you start banging them. Yes. Yeah, that was the best part. Or a hammer. If you didn't have a hammer, you could use a rock, I guess. Yup. Then my last thing. I had a hammer. My last thing that I wish they would bring back. You're not, you're not, I'm on the end of my chair. It is. It's it's a sad day. Plastic straws. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Moment of silence. I'm missing the. Pl- I'm already missing the. Pl- I understand the turtles are happy, but yeah. Anyway, plastic straws. So. That, really? That's it. Those are those are my uh, my top four souvenirs that I would love to have come back that you have know, nothing to do with the show topic yeah, for I was today. Just, you really didn't pay attention to the task. So, I think Steve, when, I, I, you fail this this assignment. But think of all the memories I just brought back. Those are really good memories. You did. By the way, forty five minutes Millennium Falcon Smugglers run. You just I just saved you fifteen minutes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but thank you. All right. So Sharpie, I think that means you're next. Does that mean I'm next? That does mean you're next. That means I think I'm he's next. done. Yeah. Okay. So, so do you wanna, here, here's my thing. I'm going to, I'm going to recap. No pun intended. I'm going to recap the intended topic for tonight, which is the most, uh, the best value, the most reusable, the most, um, the souvenirs that are going to be treasured well beyond their um, their purchase date. I have to mention number one on my list. And number one on my list is one that you need to buy in advance. And that is Memory Maker. Oh, Hey, I've got that right there. So sweet. That you're going to make is in regard to souvenirs, because you get all of your photos, your ride photos, your family photo in front of the castle. If you have time on your vacation, you can hop over to Disney Springs and have family photos taken in like a studio type environment. They do fun shots there. It is the best value for your money in terms of Disney souvenirs. You have to make the time to use it. You, anytime you see a photographer, you have to stop and take a picture. If you are in the Lazy River, have them take your picture. They have photographers in the Lazy River. I kid you not. That's the best value of, of all because you get all your photos for one price 
from scan your band after every attraction, you get that photo. Or if you have kids who go scanning their band on every every dot they possibly can, you're going to have vacation photos from everyone on your roller coaster train. Yes, we've had that happen. Uh, but anyway, Memory Maker, great value for your vacation dollar. You're going to have all of those memories for years to come. That's a good one. And you get to be in the photo. If, instead and of, you get to, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to worry about charging a camera. You don't have to worry about a memory yeah. card. Let Disney take care of your memories for you. It, the system works amazingly well. Well, in a, in a small little, I mean, this is something that a lot of people don't think of as a bonus to having those pictures done professionally and, and by someone else. All your bags and your garbage, your your backpacks and your your strollers, you can just leave them over by that photographer and they're not in the picture. Your character photos, all of that. Yeah. I mean, that's a silly thing to point out, but how many times am I trying to hide something behind someone else so that it's not in the picture? You can just leave it, whether it's a shopping bag or diaper bag, who knows? So go ahead. Yep. So... My second one, it's my personal favorite type of souvenir from any Disney vacation, and I do not go on a Disney vacation without buying one, are pins. Now, here's the here's my deal with pins. You don't buy pins off the rack to trade. You, you buy bulk lots off of eBay. Don't buy the scrappers. Don't buy the junk pins that are like 25 cents each. Those are junk that Disney. And, and that was something that I, I don't know if I mentioned this in, in, in my trip review from our May trip or not, but for the first time of all of my times going to Walt Disney world, when I went to trade a pin, the cast members are checking the backs of the pin to make sure that they're actual Disney pins. So oh, really? How do you tell? Yes. Does it have a copyright there, there, Disney on There's a little there? logo on the back of the pins, and you can tell. Um, and quite a few of the pins have like a serial number or something printed on them. But they, yes, they do. They are now, I saw, and it wasn't just one. It was every time I went to trade a pin, they were, they were, and, and I have to say pin because Jesse makes fun of me because I say pin. And she's like, is that something you write with or something that you stick with? I'm like, I'll stick you with it. Um, <laughs> I'll stick you with either yeah. one. <laughs> so pins, pins, P-I-N-S. So if you're a pin trader, fantastic. Uh, it is a, a great value. But I also collect uh, some of the, like the limited edition pins uh, and some, of course, from my favorite attractions. And I believe I have a pin from every every resort that I've stayed at. So every, 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 every one. So I always try, always try to do that. Um, but I love, I, I love collecting pins. Uh, my second one is I'm going to, I'm going to classify this as drinking vessels. So this can be mugs <laughs> or water bottles because those are infinitely reusable. I have a uh, Mr. Incredible mug on my desk at work that I keep all of my writing utensils in, my scissors, all of that stuff. And, it, and it's that great memory there. Uh, I also have an Epcot mug on my desk at work. Uh, it's the the one that looks like Spaceship Earth. It's it's kind of my favorite. Um, but and there's I love the the Starbucks uh, you are here mugs. Those are fantastic because there's nothing like drinking out of a mug that you bought at Disney to enjoy a little bit of Disney on on a Saturday morning as you drink your coffee at home. So anyway, 
um, mugs, water bottles. I, I have a uh, Pandora water bottle on my desk at work that I use every day. So, you know, something you're going to get a lot of mileage out of. Uh, my next one are shirts, T-shirts, sweatshirts, polo shirts if that if that's your thing uh because you're going to continue to wear those for years to come uh i still wear the wilderness lodge t-shirt that i bought on our honeymoon in 2006 still wear that uh love it as much today as what i did then uh the next one um which is actually my last one because that's three yep yeah because memory maker pins uh, drinking uh, mugs, water bottles, whatever, uh, shirts, sweatshirts, anything along those lines. Uh, my final one is uh, keychains. 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 Are you in 1991 or something? <clears throat> I know, I know, but keychains have so many uses. Because if you loan someone a key to your house or yeah. you need to, like, say, for instance, okay. I have. Um, keys to our church if i need to loan someone a key i, I have I, don't, I have it on a separate keychain um and and if it's a disney keychain they know it belongs to me so they're not going to be like oh who does that belong to so but yeah okay. i had the same mickey mouse shaped carabiner uh from 2006 i believe it finally died i want to say in 2016 i had it i had it 10 years so it it definitely always reminded me of uh, of our uh, of our vacation and and it was uh, our honeymoon and it was it was a it was a nice little souvenir. So I think I think and plus the, the, you can pick them up pretty inexpensively. So relatively, plus they, they make great gifts too. You know, because everyone loves a keychain, right? Right, Lisa. I. Everyone. You're gonna say something funny, aren't you? I bet you don't even have a keychain, do you? He's building me up. I know it's coming. I do have a keychain. Hmm. <laughs> I I am so paranoid right now. Mm. What's your game, Sharpie? <laughs> He's setting you up for something. He is. No He's absolutely setting oh. me up. Is it all, it's, he wants me to say something that I'm not doing right. Uh, off the chain? Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. Oh. Say, Lisa, have you gone off the chain? See, Lori, we're thinking the same thing. See, Sharpie, we're, Sharpie, we're communicating. I have trained you well, Steve. I've trained you well. <laughs> that. I have bought my fair share of keychains, but mostly the keychains are those little plush ones, but they're more like zipper poles, like those huge yeah. little mm-hmm. flippy yeah, things. Yeah, that's another thing. You can use them as backpack zipper poles or yeah. coat zipper poles or whatever. Brooke has so many on her backpack. Um yeah, and even some of the keychains we've managed to use as backpack decor, um, yeah, but unfortunately, like some of the the other kids admire and like them as well, and then they disappear. Oh, that stinks! It really does. Tell me about that it. Low bunch of low life, low life Disney thieves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm next. You went through a whole bunch. Those were good ones. Um, and he definitely had more than five. I, I'm wondering Just, how many no, I did have. There. <laughs> I'm kidding. Memory Pins, maker. Pins, a way of tricking us. Drinking vessels, shirts or sweatshirts, and keychains. That's five. Those That's were my five. five. Good All job. Right. I, 
I did use a broad two broad categories though: mm-hmm. mugs and water bottles and shirts, yeah, and sweatshirts and <laughs> and other <laughs> garments that are Disney emblazoned. There you go. All right. You are funny. Okay, so I had the same first one as Sharpie did, and that is the pre-purchase of Memory Maker. That is, well, already covered, but it is de- it is a definite do. Um, you're going to love the memories that you're going to get from that. And uh, it, overall, it is affordable. It takes all the hassle out of everything, out of your memories. And I don't think this was mentioned, um, especially not by Steve. Um, Christmas ornaments. Mm, Christmas ornaments are always nice. I like that. Every time I go somewhere new, I like to get a Christmas ornament and then I'll put the year Me on Me too. It. Yeah. So I'll do that. So definitely get... Oh, good, good, good call. That's... Yeah, we, we, do, we do those as well, but I, I, didn't, I didn't think about them. So, yeah. And you can get them when new things happen in your life because they've got them for engagement and marriage and first baby and baby's born and pregnant and all these different life events and graduation. They've Lauren. Mm. Mm. Um, so they've got all kinds of you can get them an ornament ones. for their tree when they're all alone and they hang it and they think of you. Do you know that that is something my mom and my grandmother every year has had bought my, my daughters each a Disney Christmas ornament That's every true. single year. Aww. And they bought them Christmas bins, like the, the nice. ornament bins. And, they're put in the bin so that someday when they move out and they have their first Christmas tree, they have all these ornaments from their grandmothers. That's very nice. Oh, that's amazing. That is Isn't cool. that a cute idea? I used to get one from my grandmother every year and I still have some of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, one I of them was sweet. One of them was this, I don't know, eight inch tall princess, but her dress was made out of feathers, pink feathers. And, and then of course the year was written on the bottom and then I pulled it out and put it on the tree years mm. ago when we had a cat. And the cat saw the feathers. I know. And the rest was literally history. I have my favorite Christmas ornament I made in kindergarten. It was like an angel made out of um, like construction paper. And you kind of make it into a cone shape. And then you tape, tape it in the back. And then you make a little angel head on the top of the round part. And then you put some... Uh, cotton for the hair and it was and we hung it on our tree forever because it was my favorite my best best kindergarten yeah work and then one year I looked inside of the little cone and it said Bob (laughs) 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 that was like I've been hanging this ornament on our tree for how many years and I never even made I didn't even make it it wasn't even mine Hmm. That's funny. So I, we might even still have it. But anyways, back to the list. Back to the list. All right. Let me get back to the list. So this one is definitely a keeper and it's something that you can grow. And it's kind of along the lines of the pin trading. But I actively avoided pin trading because it's not my thing. So anyway, um, the pressed pennies. And if you're going to do the pressed pennies, I think the book, because otherwise you're just going to have um, these loose pressed pennies everywhere in all your drawers and in here and there. But if you actually put them on display in the book and you can get the books in the parks, uh, I, I think you'll be happier. But go with the intention, go with rolls of quarters and a roll of pennies. 
and, you know, have at it and then get one in every land or every hotel, wherever they're everywhere. It's a cheap, it's a cheap souvenir and it keeps, yeah, and it keeps the kids entertained and the kids love it and it's cheap. Yeah. We should have done that a long time ago. We can still start it. They'll be happy to. Brooke's still into it. Trust me. Yeah. Brooke loves those things. Um, Along these lines would be the Epcot passport book. And hopefully this would become an experience. And then the passport book would become a reminder of the experience. Going country to country and getting the passport signed and stamped. That'd be pretty cool. Um, my next one is either a, like a beach towel or a blanket, like a throw blanket. Um, oh, those are always good. My I, kids love those. Yeah. And when it gets chilly, if you're going, you know, in, in some of the colder months, there are cold months. Um, it's good for keeping you warm. I've I've gotten towels in the past just to keep me warm. And it's like, oh, yeah, here, good souvenir. Um, so you could do that. And towels are a little cheaper than the blankets. So that works, too. I did pull a Lauren. And what? I, put, I did. I added a sixth one. Um, and this one you could take home and, and display anywhere, really. Um, mine were a lot about display and the silhouettes that you get done on Main Street, the cuttings. I, and they're so affordable, honestly. I know it doesn't take a lot of time, but I, I love those. I love seeing the silhouettes of my girls. We need to do another one of those. I like the silhouettes better than the caricatures. We did caricatures for a while, and they're just awful. Um, they're well, they're either they're, <laughs> they're either really good or they're horrible. It's like who is this? They and you never know. Like, I've got one of Brooke that looks like Cher. I'm it, telling yeah, you. it depends on the artist, obviously, and what you like personally. So it's it's a it's a gamble. Well, and the fact that they take your worst feature and they enhance it, they amplify your. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not always good. No, not cool. So those those are my five <clears throat> five choices. You know, five. Yeah, five ish. Five ish choices, Lauren. Um. Okay. <clears throat> so um, some of mine are similar, but. Some of mine are definitely different. I also had Christmas ornament on mine. Uh, we have we get a Christmas ornament not just from Disney every year, but we get one everywhere we go. Um, that's my little collector's thing, and I love pulling them out every year and putting them on the tree and saying, "Oh, remember when we did this? Or remember when we did that?" And it usually has a significant meaning for Disney of something going on that year. I think I've, um, I've been with you when you've gotten a couple of ornaments. Oh, yeah. Not Every only at I Disney, but other places that we travel to. Yep, absolutely. Um, so and then I also, I, I have a thing for big coffee cups. Uh, I don't uh. know what it is. And I only like them from Disney. And they have to be a certain size. And when I find one like that, I usually pick it up because I will use it over and over and over again until somebody breaks it in my house. Then you get to, um, to get a new one. Yep. And then I get a new one. So I'm always on the lookout for a good coffee cup, but it has to be, I'm very particular about the coffee cup, but I like it because it's something that I will use and it's not an exorbitant amount of money. So I can like, you know, it's not too bad. And the 
other thing I do collect are Disney wine glasses. I know nobody saw this coming. But but that but that's just a collection, right? You don't mm. actually use those. No, I use them. I don't let anybody else use them. But I actually will tell I will not let anybody else use them. I only use them. Like They're my personal I like it. collection personal, of wine glasses. Personal yep. collection. So and every time they put a new wine glass out, I get one. And they do get used. And I also like the Disney wine bottle stoppers. So when I see a new one of those, I grab those. And and there's a little bit of a theme there for that one for me. But, um, and the other thing I do like, and I, I like to pick up when I see one I like is a Disney Dooney and Burke bag. Ooh, yeah. they're nice. Yeah. Okay. Now you're talking. So those are my things that I use over and over again. And I actually do use all of them. So. And that's it for me. I only had five. I actually played within the rules. Hmm. Well, nobody saw that coming. I bet. I'm still waiting for you to continue. <laughs> Not happening. Nope. I think I think we put together a, a great, great list. Yeah, I'm. I'm of, happy. Of good that, values. Hold on. We need to go back. And Steve, you need to answer the question properly. No. Now that we've left you with nothing to work. I with. mean, so what? What normally happens is it's cold, and I and I walk into the park, and I think it's going to be summertime, and I, uh, so uh, so a reusable reusable souvenir that I get a lot of uh, life out of that night and uh, in the future is the sweatshirt. It cost forty to sixty dollars. Oh, that sixty is, to seventy. Now. Yeah, that's conveniently yeah. Located, located on the rack because I forgot it. Um, another one of those good things that I reuse is the umbrella that I have left at home. <laughs> I detect and, a pattern. Yes, and so you get a lot of use out of the umbrella. We do have a lot of, Disney and we World have a lot of those. We have a lot of Disney World umbrellas and yeah. Universal Studios umbrellas. Um, Agree. Yeah, so those come in handy and get used a lot later, and then. Um, I do like, uh, I love the coffee mugs. We use those. I mean, we even have the silverware set. So we use that every day for 20 years. There's a lot of um, things that you can buy now at at Disney Springs that, you know, are are Disney lifestyle type items, I guess. Uh, Kitchen and bath and home and. I may need to redo my whole house. uh, No, not going to happen. But yeah, I like all of those. Um. And just because I know people are are wondering, forty minutes, I Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. <laughs> this whole show it is it has never gone over, Steve. never gone well, over I just, sixty I minutes. I actually just saw a post on mm-hmm. one of the Disneyland um, blogs, and they said that the wait times in all of the parks all day have been very quiet. Yeah, uh, they said the the parks have been almost deserted, which is how it was when we were there, Elise. Very interesting. Yeah, very true. It was like no one was in line. I do not think that's how world is going to go. I hope not, because um, they are I, they're no, banking I, on it to be enormous. I know, but I think I think land is different because I think land is a local park, and I think people are just like, nope, not dealing with it. But but there have been some gigantic. Crowds there at opening though. I've seen several pictures on Facebook yeah, where I've people seen are the ones where they're all yeah yeah that was yesterday outside. morning yeah at seven a.m. So yeah, and now it's we'll see how it goes. 
I'm hoping it. I'm hoping they make their money and we keep seeing new lands and new hotels and new everything. So. All right. So I think that's going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net or you can post something over on our Mouse Chat community fan page and uh, get a conversation going. If you have interest in finding some of our other shows, you can go over to mousechat.net as well. You can find them there. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.